What's going on, Redskins Nation? This is your boy, Keith, or as you know me on Twitter, as KGSkins26. You either love to love me or you love to hate me. Uh, I actually prefer that you choose to hate me because it's more fun uh, shooting the shit with everyone and uh, raising topics. Uh, Once again, hopefully we're coming to you guys live. Uh, I hope that uh, my mother, my second cousin, and Zeke's uncle is listening, at least. Um, <laughs> but uh, once again, thanks to all who are listening, and welcome to our Season 3, Episode 5 show, where we're basically just going to shoot the shit. And uh, at this time, I'd also like to take the time and introduce our co-host of Burgundy Banner Unfiltered, um, Zeke. We have Zeke on the line. Zeke, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, excited to always get on here and do this thing. I know the topics are a little, you know, scarce, but, you know, there's enough, uh, there's enough, enough stuff that we can talk about and get into that we can, you know, stretch a little show out. We always seem like we can't get there and like oh man how are we gonna how are we gonna eat up this time and we always get there and it's like it seems like it's three times faster than what it actually is <laughs> but i'm doing yeah good. i hear you there yeah good man i i hear you there because uh tonight i was coming into this and i'm like and there's not really a whole lot going on but you know what man we, you know uh like you said we're gonna try to stay committed to this uh i think shit is gonna get so much more fun with this uh, once, um, you know, the the season starts up. OTAs will be fun, too, because there's going to be, you know, uh, a a lot to discuss uh, in that sense. Um, But, you know, like I said, you know, Zeke and I are, uh, for those who are listening and people that listen afterwards, uh, Zeke and I are definitely going to do some reaction um, shows right after the game. We're going to do the best that we can. You know, uh, we all, you know, everyone has – has lives and may not have the ability, but we're going to try to fit some reactions in there and, and, you know, once again, try to keep things a little bit different from what the other folks are doing. Um, I'll tell you, Zeke, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, man, you know, because there's, there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to learn from, you know, everyone. And, you know, there's a lot of different good podcasts out there. And like I said, from day one, I have no problem shouting out these people to listen. There is definitely enough, pieces of the pie for everyone to learn and enjoy something, you know, and that's what we're doing. And, and, you know, listen, I, uh, man, I hate to get, you know, start this in the beginning of the show, but it kind of just was flowing off the top of my head. Uh, I, you know, tweeted out, you know, cause I was curious, you know, uh, we on average, you know, have had some, uh, you know, decent listeners and, and I, I think they're a high count, you know, considering, you know, this is our fifth episode. Um, you know, so I raised the question because I wanted to know from the season podcasters and, you know, sadly not many people answered. So I'm still uncertain, you know, Zeke, uh, 
you know, how that reflects. But I'll tell you what, man, I'm enjoying this. And, you know, and I know you are too, and you might have some insight as well, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep pushing through this. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, I've been, you know, behind the scenes uh, talking to some folks to try to get some actual uh, guests on here that, uh, you know, uh, past and present uh, players. And it, it's looking like it's going to, you know, that might end up happening, uh, it, you know, if we can, you know, if I can keep uh, the hustle going, you know, and, and see how it works out but that would be interesting and a lot of fun too so uh you know like i said you know this is just uh we're on the fly man so we're on the fly but did you have any insight on that zeke yeah well i mean that's i mean he's touched on it we're all it's you know taking a few like topics that are current and you know at this stage you know it's this stage in the off season, I mean, there usually there'd be stuff really going on for us to talk about mini camps and such. So, you know, COVID and you know everything's just kind of weird, obviously. And so we the the topics that we have are so limited. And yeah, that man, there's there's a lot of great, great, great content with all these different guys and girls that are out here, you know, putting out these Redskins podcasts, and you know they do a really good job. I've, I've listened to some, and I've actually uh, seen some stuff on YouTube. Uh, I can't think of the names right now to plug them, but I, it was it was good content. I enjoyed it, and we're not we're not necessarily going to be the stats guys. We're not going to be the, you know, we're not going to be able to break down film because we don't fucking watch film, and we'll be out front about that. So we'll leave that we'll shit just, for Mark Bullock. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't mind that actually. I, he, uh, you know, he, he, he actually is pretty, pretty damn intelligent with some of his stuff. I, I don't so much mind him, but the other, there's some other film Nazis out there, you know, or Kate, Kate. That we got to watch Kate, Kate. It's unreal, but uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of that out there. So I mean, it's some of it's good, some of it's, you know, you feel like. It's, they kind of blend together, and everybody has their different thing. But I know for us, we're just trying to, you know, we'll we'll have during the season when we got actual games going on, and we're you know doing our you know show our reaction show right after a game. That that that's going to be hot fire because you know it, we're either going to be pissed off or we're going to be happy, and then it, it should create a good uh, some good quality uh, content if you know if quality content is two bozos trying to do this podcast thing with absolutely no, no idea where we're going. We're just enjoying the ride. Yeah, for sure. And you know, what, what's interesting with me is I've actually been slightly quiet, which is, you know, odd. I haven't really had a whole lot to uh, discuss in the sense of everyone knows I, you know, I'm, uh, a heavy judger of the quarterbacks. I've done it on Twitter for, you know, all these years. And, you know, some people say, well, it's because there's lack of knowledge elsewhere. Sure. I mean, that, that might be the case, but I don't have time to sit and Google and, and look at shit. You know what I'm saying? Save that, you know, if, if you want that shit, go, go look at someone else or go listen to someone else's pod. That's going to give you the stats. Cause uh, I'm not for it, but I'm definitely, I'm, I'm geared up for this season. I'm hoping again that uh, you know, and I'll stick to this that I, I'm I'm hoping for you know Dwayne Haskins' success. 
Uh, I'm hoping that I'll have to turn into the Kirk Cousins key, but I'm also not going to lie to you. That shit was fun. It was fun banging on Kirk Cousins. So, uh, you know, I look at this as a win-win for me, and I'll tell you what, I ain't going to, you know, let anyone off the hook. And I know most people don't really give a what my opinion is in the first place, but I have no problem giving my opinion because Twitter allows me to do so. Um, you know, so I'll continue to do that and I'll have a lot of fun, you know, doing it. Um, but other than that, man, um, let's, let's, uh, carry on. Let's, man, let's discuss what happened. Uh, I think it was last Wednesday. In fact, it was right after we dropped episode four. Um, I started seeing some tweets where, uh, our, uh, our, our old guy, Quentin Dunbar, uh, found himself into some trouble, uh, him and, um, uh, who was it? What was the other guy Baker? Am I wrong? Am I just making up shit? I I think Baker's the name. I honestly don't fucking know. So you're asking the wrong guy. I I, yeah, I think some that sounds right plays, there. I think that's what I read. Yeah, let me sound smart real quick. You ready? Some dude who fucking plays on the Giants that I don't care about. How about that? So. Uh, come to find out, uh, uh, Dunbar uh, got into some trouble. Um, I guess they were robbing folks at a barbecue, um, and I'm pretty uncertain at this point. I'm confused as to how this could possibly happen with this guy, even though he's no longer a Redskin anymore. Um, I'd have to say in this situation, we're kind of, for once, we're sitting pretty with this. You know, because we saw signs of Dunbar kind of, I don't want to say it wasn't himself, because I personally didn't know the guy. I don't know how he conducts himself uh, to others. But we saw some signs that obviously Dunbar was unhappy uh, being a Redskin, and a lot of it had to do was because he, he felt like he wasn't wanted, which is a weird thing to say considering that you have a new coaching staff and – you know, I'm not in the locker room or on the phones to know, you know, what Ron Rivera had said to, you know, some of these players. But so I'm not really sure how Rivera made him feel unwanted. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, he was traded off for a fifth. And, you know, there were a lot of people that were, you know, kind of like questioning that. Some people understood it. Some people were like, damn, that's all we could get was, you know, for a fifth you know, for, for Dunbar and, you know, cause a lot of people were putting Dunbar on, on that status of, you know, he, he's, you know, a good defensive back. So, um, but how about that, man, guys out there, uh, guys out there robbing people's uncles and robbing watches. Like, I, I don't understand. So do you know any more about the story? Uh, not, not, uh, all the specifics, uh, I think, you know, it, it, it seems like he, you know, the way it, it was put out, I don't know how much trouble he's actually in himself. It may have just been some misreporting on, I mean, he, obviously the arrest thing was real, but I guess some of the other stuff may have been kind of, you know, doped up, I guess. I don't know. But uh, he, I know he got his, his, he made waves with his Instagram post. Did you see that? Um, I don't know if it was his Instagram that I saw or if I saw, um, yeah, I have it right here. It was his Instagram. So sometimes Instagram and Twitter confuse me. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if you know off the top of it, you know your head what he said, and go ahead. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I, you know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but a bit, you know, the basic gist of it was, you know, about apologizing, the whole, you know, uh, soapbox, you know, uh, re- remorseful, repentant. I'm, I'm fucking repenting for my actions with a nice soft Instagram where I'm gonna, you know, trump up the system and trash my former team in the process. And I know he may not have like specifically said the Redskins, but you know, he made those little you know, slight a word type shit with, you know, happy to be a part of a team that, you know, blah, 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 you know, take shit seriously and good culture or whatever. And I, I, with him, with him and that, the whole deal with Ron, like him and his agent, you know, they, they were in the, you know, pretty much demanding, you know, what they wanted was something that Ron and the, and the you know, the front office wasn't prepared to go. And where they're just starting out, you know, like they're trying to, you know, they want guys to want to be there. And, you know, he had that mindset, you know, coming in while trying to, you know, gain leverage with it so he could get either get the more money or try to, for, you know, get himself out of Dodge, which ultimately is what happened. He talked about the Twitter people and all their craziness with that. And the same people that shitted all over the Redskins only getting a fifth-round pick for him were the same motherfucking people that tweeted, oh, we totally fleeced the Seahawks. Oh, Ron Rivera's great. This is total, like, man, come on. That, this, fuck, he ain't fucking Nostradamus. How the fuck did he know this was going to happen? That, that's just, that's just how the yo-yo thing works with the fan base on the social media, on the Twitter app, the Twitter app, whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> it, you know I'm right. You know I'm fucking right about that. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's the wanting to be wanted, you know. I, I, we've heard all about that, and it's yada yada yada, and the whole Instagram. He's, you know, being uh, love to get those jaws going. I mean, didn't he have? I think he had words with uh, Deshaun Jackson, but or, or maybe he, he he had posted something on uh. He had posted something. I can't remember what it was, but I know Deshaun like made some kind of comment. It, it, you know, it made its way the way around Redskins Twitter. Can't remember exactly when, but it shit was funny. I know he basically trashed him. So, oh really? I, yeah, I didn't know I, about that. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm actually. I'm. I'm trying to find it right now. Actually, <laughs> I'm trying to do. All right. Uh, well, while you look, well while you look for that, I'll give you I'll give you some time because uh, I have uh, his Instagram here, and basically what it said is, uh, "quote I would like to thank all my fans for their support and apologize to the Seattle Seahawks organization for any unnecessary distractions that these allegations against me may have caused. In addition, I am very grateful to be a part of a team that supports one another and uphold the credibility of." each of its members through adverse situations. Moving forward, this entire situation has taught me how to not associate myself with environments that may mischaracterize my values and who I am. Now, I know there was some developments to the story where there was five folks who uh, gave a statement which basically put uh, Dunbar at the scene and then apparently these uh, uh, five folks, or the, you know, recanted their statements. I, I don't know much more into it because, again, it, you know, it is what it is. But when you read this reply, like, 
at the end of the day, you're a grown-ass man making grown-ass decisions. And I remember him talking about, you know, how, you know, when he was looking for a bigger contract, you know, he was looking, you know, he made statements like putting food on the table, taking care of his son. Um, I, I, I mean, I could be wrong. could be a dog. Anyways, taking care of his kid, right? Like that alone right there, that alone right there should teach you to not put yourself in situations that you should not be in. I don't care who you are. You could be Joe bagging groceries at the grocery store. If you're a grown-ass man bagging groceries, you're still a grown-ass man that fucking knows that they shouldn't put themselves in situations that's going to get them in trouble. So obviously with the statement, he's here uh, playing himself as he's innocent, and he very well may be. And I'll be honest, like, I'm not really going to give an opinion if, like, I, like, like I'm, you know, the judge and jury here because, you know, uh, I, I am a, a person of due process. But also, like, you're putting in here, you know, taught me how to not associate myself with environments that may mischaracterize my values and who I am. Bruh, you're robbing watches from people's uncles at a barbecue get the fuck out of here with this lame ass stupid fucking shit you're a grown ass man don't put yourself in situations that you can't fucking be in i don't understand and obviously there's more to uh what went on you know a couple days later with an actual present redskins receiver and we'll get into that here in a minute but you're you're a grown ass fucking man you are an nfl player who makes millions of dollars fuck goes through these people's minds where they think this level of shit is okay like i don't want to say are you a product of your environment i don't know what his environment was before he became you know an nfl player we all know his story okay and it's a remarkable story a uh, guy was athletic enough to come in, switch positions, and, you know, do his thing uh, for what he did for the Redskins. But ultimately, you know, are you a product of your environment, if that's what his environment was? Or can you change the product of your environment for who you become? You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, I might be off base here. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm trying to, you know, not cross that, that line you know, there's a grayscale area because I don't really know what dude was doing. I wasn't there. I'm only going by, you know, uh, the, the reports that came out, you know, uh, last week. But ultimately, you're a grown-ass man. So I really hate when, when these players get on here, and maybe this is the only way that they can get their side of the story out is when they use social media to do it. I just really feel like, when you say stupid shit like that, it makes me not believe you. And also within that statement, it could be read that maybe he's taken a dig, um, you know, because if he was still a Redskin, it's almost a guarantee guy would have been cut. So we got lucky by getting something for him, um, you know, to hold yourself accountable. And a lot of times when these types of shit happen, people don't do that. I almost, like, I'll call you fucking stupid for doing something fucking stupid, but if you also are holding <laughs> yourself accountable, 
Well, if you're holding yourself accountable for the shit that you do wrong and you don't make the same mistake twice, I can look the other way because no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. I know you're not perfect. We all have done shit in our lives that, you know, can be deemed by others. Right. We all have done shit in our lives that can be deemed, you know, fucked up in other people's point of view. But it's really, you know, how you overcome it and make sure that you don't make the same mistake twice. Now, to be fair, Dunbar hasn't done this twice. So it is what it is. But I think the situation just becomes, uh, you know, serious is because you kind of saw the personality towards the end uh, when he wanted out of, you know, uh, Washington. And the guy was just doing an interview talking about the Seattle Seahawks and feeling wanted and, and all of this. And then what? It was like eight hours later, a report comes out that he's, you know, out, you know, holding people up, taking watches off risk. Like, I don't, I just, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah, it don't make no sense. That's for damn sure. I mean, they, uh, yeah, it's a funky situation. I, it, it it always blows my mind. I know some of these guys are young, and I know all the dumb shit I done that I in my twenties. Same as you, we've done we did our dumb shit, really dumb shit, and we weren't just weren't getting paid millions of dollars in the public light. But I I I just can't help but think to myself, man, like there's you know if I if I can secure that bag. There's no fucking way I would jeopardize that with any of this bullshit. That, that's just the fucking puzzling part. You play in the NFL, bro. What the fuck are you doing? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? It, it just, right. Uh, and I, that what that I, I didn't find the actual uh, like message he wrote, but I I did find the little the gist of it. It was when like Dunbar was trying to recruit, uh, recruit Des Bryant to come to Washington, I guess on Instagram or social or Twitter, one of the two. And Deshaun Jackson basically told him, you know, the only reason you're recruiting him is, you know, not wanting that, not, not having to play him twice and called him a hoe. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that. Okay. I was going to say, man, that, that, I forgot about it too, but I stumbled onto it when I was looking at shit before the show, and I was like, "Man, I got I, you know try to bring uh, bring that up when we were discussing it." So yeah, shit's funny as hell. I remember that. Well, you know, Deshaun Jackson, he was always good for his uh, passive aggressive uh, subtweets too. Uh, and actually, they weren't tweets because I don't believe he's active on Twitter. I think yeah, all his stuff was on Instagram. You know, but of course that stuff makes its way on on Twitter. And I think he had both links, but uh, he was all good for that too. Cause he used to take some uh, subtweet, you know, uh, subliminal passive aggressive shit too. Um, he would tweet at weird times and, you know, people would take that. And, you know, I think there was one, God, man, I forget what it was. And a lot of people took it as a knock towards uh, RG three, um, you know, and I mean, very well, it was tweeted, you know, around that time where that was pretty suspect. Um, but Deshaun Jackson's always been one of those guys. I mean, uh, I remember when Deshaun Jackson came to, uh, you know, when he was drafted by the Eagles, you know, and obviously I saw a lot of them here because, you know, uh, it's just what it was. Hell you know, yeah, I mean, man. Eagles country. Absolutely. Especially with yeah, the white and I mean, and Eagles fan. Well, wasn't he was a part of that game where Vic, Vic and him basically destroyed us? Those two alone, I think that was the Chip Monday Kelly year. Football. Chip Kelly, 
My, yeah, I remember yeah, where yeah. I was at too. Yep. I, you know, the sad part is, I only kind of remember like I remember the eighty where I was at at the eighty uh, eighty seven Super Bowl. Um, I was a young kid, man. Um, barely, I, I didn't know shit, bro. I was playing with Star Wars shit. You know what I'm saying? And GI Joes. Um, but I was living in Germany, and I just I, I'll playing never forget. Bar- I remember my dad. You, you played with Barbies, bro. You played with Barbies. Quit fucking lying. Um. I mean, I mean that, that's kind you of made, not a lie. Like you made your GI Joes have sex with the Barbies, didn't you? Well, I didn't really know too much about sex back then. That's how young I was. Um, but I, I did have a friend that was a girl, and there had been a few times where I got caught up playing with Cabbage Patch Kids and My Little Ponies. But Barbie dolls, I don't know, man. I don't remember that. But <laughs> that's. Uh, that's funny though. Uh, it's probably true though. Um, but you know, I, I only, you know, big events. I, I kind of always remember where I'm at and sadly, sadly for that game, I remember where I was at. I was actually on a work meeting, uh, staying in a hotel. And I remember, you know, talking all kinds of shit to my coworkers like, yeah, you know, come eight o'clock, I got to go back to the hotel room, watch the Redskins whoop, whoop those Eagle, you know, whoop that Eagle ass. And, uh man, sadly, uh, I look like a big fucking asshole, um, you know, watching that game. But anyways, uh, you know, going back to, you know, Deshaun Jackson, um, he he was like that even here with the Eagles, too. But he kind of kept his shit on the low, especially when, you know, Vic joined the team. And, uh, you know, honestly, those two were, you know, were great. It's just sadly Chip Kelly. Well, not sadly, um, but sadly for them that Chip Kelly fucking sucked as a coach, an NFL coach at least, but um, good for us. But, you know, again, it is what it is. Um, So, yeah, uh, you know, a little bit off topic there, but, you know, I've always had a thing. You can sit there and apologize all day long and, you know, whatever. I'll take your bullshit-ass apology and just, you know, look the other way because at the end of the day it doesn't really – reflect how I live my life, but also at the same time, when that shit is bullshit, I will <laughs> call that shit bullshit, and, you know, I, I have this theory where you're a grown-ass man, make grown-ass man decisions, um, and grown-ass man decisions isn't putting yourself, you know, where you're out robbing folks, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, what's he doing, is he placing, uh, is he placing all the blame, you know, on Baker, like, come on, bro, like, I'm not buying your shit. So, but, uh, you know, Zeke, let's, uh, I'll kind of keep it, you know, on the same topic because, uh, uh, crazy enough, a couple of days later, we were, you know, faced with, uh, a story that came out about, you know, one of our wide receivers. So Zeke, I'm going to hand it over to you and kind of let you give, uh, you know, the background. How fucking crazy was that too, by the way? I mean, you know, I, I remember thinking to myself, and I wasn't, like, celebrating like some people were. Uh, and the ma- the vast majority of the, you know, Redskins fans didn't really give a shit. It's just that small percentage are just, the, are just louder. But uh, he, uh, I, I, you know, you, two days, couldn't get two days of uh, bliss. <laughs> like, oh, man, we got, woo, glad we, glad we didn't have him, you know, that's, Dodge that bullet, thank you, and then boom, the whole Latimer thing. And 
I'll be honest, like, at first, I really didn't even open the article. I was just like, what the fuck ever, you know? It's, who knows? Like, you're not really going to hear true shit at the beginning anyway. Like, the truth never really gets told until way down the line, I guess. But uh, I, I know people were making them snap judgments and got to cut him, this, that, and the other. And why did he have, I know, you know, the, the junkies and your boy Rooster, fucking Rooster, uh, you know, basically the same shit, but I guess, and, and I don't know the full details of it, but I guess it's like there, there's sexual assault allegations being investigated as a part of it or something. And I guess the whole, I guess like supposedly the scenario, like the reason he had to, you know, going crazy with the fucking gun was over his son being sexually assaulted by someone who was at, you know, his friend's house. They, that, having a poker game it was like seven or eight of them uh there they having a poker game and they were you know drinking and playing poker and then i guess as the drinks kept flowing you know shit hit the fan with him and this person and you know he made that apartment that they were playing poker in they uh he made everybody leave and i guess uh he came back like 30 minutes later with a gun saying he's going to kill everybody and like fired two shots like near you know, the guy's house who was supposedly his quote-unquote, you know, best friend. And, you know, that's, that, that's basically the gist of it. I think he, you know, even hit him with, with the gun is something I read about it. So it's, it's wild. And, you know, if, it, if, if it's true and there's something to that and it's, it's a real thing and this guy knows, you know, I mean, how would you react as a father? You know, like it, it's hard it's hard for me to be – um, man, I, it's hard for me to even try to go there in my mind. I don't even want to think about that because I, you know, I've, I've plenty of land. I can make a motherfucker disappear. So, I, you know, but that, that's a tough situation, man, when kids and that sexual, like, fuck, man. That, every single common trashy motherfucker that abuses children in any kind of way should be, you know, gut and quartered, executed immediately, get, get them the fuck out of here. So I guess that maybe doesn't justify what he did, but if if there's any truth to that, you kind of be like, okay, well, obviously you made a big fucking mistake. You shouldn't have done that. But I don't know if that I don't, I don't know what that means for him on the Redskins roster neither. Like I guess we won't know until all the facts and details are known. But do you think he stays? I, I mean, I I have a hard time. You know, the guy shooting a gun off like that, you know, drinking. I mean, I that's not exactly something I think, you know, Ron Rivera wants to have to deal with that and the distraction that comes with it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. So it, this, it, It's an ugly yeah. situation. Yeah, this is a tough situation because you have two different crowds here. You have the crowd that says um, – you know, he shouldn't be the judge and jury. And then you have the crowd, which I fall into this category of, uh, I'll, you know, protect my family at all costs, you know, type crowd. And so, you know, this one, you know, is kind of, this one is a little bit, you know, tougher because ultimately, like, if you put yourself in, what would you do in that type of situation? I don't think you really know. Well, okay, let me take that back. This, This is, this one's a tough one for me because I try to connect it to myself personally and try to 
feel like, you know, how would I react? Now, obviously, the, the, the thing to say is, is, oh, yeah, I would have done the same thing. You know, if you find out that your children have been, you know, molested, you know, by, you know, anyone, uh, much less, you know, a friend or whatever the case may be, you're going to, you don't really know how you're going to handle that situation. But the cool thing to do is to say, well, I, I would do the, I would do the same exact thing. But then again, would you really? I mean, because you don't really know until you're put into that kind of situation. And maybe, yes, everyone, uh, any father, mother, uh, anyone would react that way. But if you had some time uh, to make a, you know, a decision in this situation, would that decision be, well, how am I making this situation any better? Or if I'm threatening to kill folks over this situation and, uh, you know, I assault someone with a weapon or just assault someone in general, you know, I'm running the risk of going to prison and taking myself away from my family. So how is that helping my family? Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of emotions just in this type of situation that, I'm not really sure, you know, how to react. I personally would hope that I would, it's weird to say this, but I would want to react in that manner. But I also would hope that there's someone, uh, there would be someone with me to calm me down in the, you know, in the situation and kind of bring it to light in that situation, um, you know, to let me know that there are other ways that this, situation can be handled without myself, you know, potentially going to, to jail over assaulting people. But then again, maybe you, you know, all you're doing is assaulting people. Like, I don't know what, I, I don't know what the, uh, the penalties are, you know, for that. You, you know what I'm saying? So again, like you don't, I mean, I guess it's just not so you don't even think about the penalties when something like that happens. So if that, you know, case were to be true, like, I'm a lot more understanding to that situation, um, you know, but it's interesting because uh, even on Twitter when I saw, and I, I, I know about your referral uh, with, you know, Chris Russell, you know, what he tweeted out, and it looked like maybe he tweeted this before he had, you know, gotten all the facts, or he just refused to look at the facts, or maybe he saw the facts and didn't care, um, but his tweet was, you know, the Redskins should not let it, all know, of Cody Latimer. The last two. Right. The last two you said. Right. That's absolutely what it is. The last two. Well, he wrote, you know, the Redskins should not let Cody Latimer play for them, period. He ruined the opportunity they gave him by being a knucklehead. The Redskins should make an example, um, example of him. Well, I mean, now if you look at the facts, I'm not – sure that that's actually an accurate statement unless you just completely feel that way and feel that he should not be the judge and jury but then I'm going to take the point of view and say what if someone did that to your son how or your daughter you know whatever a family member how you don't know how you would react so that's a quick judgment when the facts are put out there to you know the reasoning behind the situation and that's where it'll lead to, and you kind of touch base on this, Zeke, that's kind of where it leads to what do the Redskins do in this situation? Do they, do they stand behind 
Latimer in this situation and wait for all facts uh, to play out um, in this situation? Or do they, you know, immediately cut him and say, look, we just, we're trying to, to change our culture. Sorry. You know, look, I'm sorry what happened. Uh, but, you know, uh, at the end of the day, they're a business and they got to make money. And they're trying to get rid of the negative publicity that they've gotten, you know, for so many years um, on other situations. So in your opinion, Zeke, I mean, do they keep them? Do they stand behind them? Do they wait for the facts to come out? Or do they, you know, wait for the facts? And then if the facts are in his favor, do they keep them? Or do they uh, get rid of them immediately? Because they're trying to get rid of this, you know, circus show. Well, I mean, it depends on, uh, like, I, before that, I, I, uh, I'm going to, you know, drop this. Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this on you. All right, so here's where it kind of hangs up for me on the whole sexual assault thing. And, I, you know, obviously that's a bad thing. And if, if, if it is indeed true, you know, whatever. But my here, here, my thinking is okay. If they go, he goes to this house for a poker game, and they were drinking, and this happened later. Like the incident happened later in the night, you know, after he had already been there. And if if, if that article is to be believed, I guess you know this person was there playing playing poker the whole time. Like, uh, I I as a father. I couldn't sit in the motherfucking same room as somebody that was, uh, you know, being accused or, you know, is like, man, I'd be ready to, you know, fucking gut him up right there, like, it, immediately. So that that's what kind of like, okay, what the, we, I'm not going to say one way or the other necessarily because, like, we, and, and I think that's what ultimately is the, what, what they do. They probably wait for the facts. And, you know, once they get all the facts, go from there and, you know, I, I I could I see the merit in you know cutting him, you know cutting and releasing him. I see I see what people I, I I see the merit in it, but with the circumstances being what they are, you know it's that's a tough situation. Uh, man, and you're right, it's it is tricky because there's a thousand ways you could look at it. You know, it's just not it's not cut and dry, and it's until the facts come out, and who knows if we we'll even get them. You know how shit sometimes, you know, gets mis- misconstrued about. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I think they'll, they'll they'll look at the damn, you know, they'll wait for the facts. Like, okay, what actually happened, yada, yada, yada. And I, I'd i be shocked if he remained, you know, he, he's probably on the bubble to begin with, maybe. But, and then again, maybe not. Because, you know, they were talking, like what Ron talked about him previous to this. He talked about him in the uh, veteran, like a veteran presence in the lot, you know, in the wide receiver room. Like, so if, if that's to be believed, this this is the guy you want to, you know, I guess, uh, you know, lead lead your position group. Seems like a fucking terrible, you know, <laughs> fucking terrible thing to do when you're being viewed like that. So I, I don't know. And maybe, maybe some, you know, late, later cuts, you know, as other teams start to shrink the roster to get the, you know, the the march to get the 53. And, you know, some guy, there may be some, uh, you know, some guys that could, you know, could help that that situation as a veteran 
that gets released from another team. We, you know, it happens a lot. You know, it's not unnew. And it, no matter who's released or, you know, the cap, we'll, we'll have, you know, 40, 40 to 50,000 threads on Redskins Twitter about how Washington needs to go after that player, that player's son, and his son after him, lock them all up for deals, you know, just keep them, keep, you know, got to get them for life. Let's give them life for deals because they could really help the Redskins right now. Please. They literally just yeah. got released. They literally just got released from a place. And maybe some, there, I mean, there are obviously some gems in there, but for the most part, you know, guys that are getting released, you know, when them cuts start coming down, I, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good look, and I guess some of the more higher-profile guys will, you know, get a sniff, you know, but mostly that's just, like, injuries. Like, the same way Adrian Peterson ended up on the Redskins, you know, injuries forced that. Of course, glad it did because that was one of the more pleasant things, you know, as a Redskins fan that we had the last few years, especially after, you know, Alex went down. So... It's tough, man. Yeah, it's it's not cut and dry. That's for sure. Not I can see both sides of it. So we'll we'll see what happens. So ultimately, overall, do you think he goes? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now, do you think he goes because of the situation, or do you think he goes because of the wide receiver depth? Um. Well, I he 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 probably was on the bubble for the you know depth. Anyway, and right. being on the bubble for depth, you know, an arrest is uh, seems like a pretty, pretty fantastic way to get your fucking ass cut. So, I mean, yeah, he's I, I, I don't see unless the facts come out and like there's some I don't know, man. I just I feel like you know it's the guys regardless of the situation. Nobody wants to hear that, and I know I just said that I'd be gutting and quarter people up but you know that's all sensationalized because you know we're talking as you know we're trying to you know imagine that and like you said you can't imagine that unless you've been in that so firing off a couple rounds from a handgun is still fucking stupid idea regardless of the circumstances and you know there's there's ways of going about shit that's you know not get you arrested you know what I mean so it's it's tough yeah, I would actually agree with that too. I mean, because like I said, as the as as the facts come out into the story, I mean, you you, you have to look at the situation as a whole and what what should you do, you know, as an organization. So if I'm the decision maker in this process, I'm looking at it like, damn, I really want to have this guy's back. The only problem is is the way that he conducted himself to handle this situation as I would understand that there are heavy emotions with this type of situation, but this is not something that, that you can do, but I don't know if I would make the decision to to pull, to cut them now. I almost feel like, and the only reason why I say this, and again, it was a different regime um, but, you know, Redskins took a lot of heat for bringing in uh, Reuben Foster, right? So you, you're taking a lot of heat in that situation, and, you know, they kind of stood behind him, and the result to that story uh, was not, you know, conclusive at the time of when they brought him in. 
And then what happened was, is you know, they, they stood behind him, supported him, you know, and, and look what turned out for that situation. So I think that maybe if I were the Redskins, I might take the approach where you're definitely on the bubble regardless of the situation, but also at the same time, I feel like as a, uh, a member of this front office, if I'm going to treat one guy this way, I'm going to treat the other guy the same. It's all equal opportunity. And I think that I would say to Latimer, you did some fucked up shit. I understand why you did some fucked up shit. I'm still not happy that you did some fucked up shit. Stand behind you, behind this fucked up shit that you did. Let all the facts play out and then make a decision from there on what we should do with you. And that's still not a guarantee that you make this team anyway. But I don't want you want to make this decision now because if I'm going to treat one player one way, I got to treat every player the same because that's leadership. And that's one thing that the Redskins have not fucking had in so many years is true leadership. Um, you know, they're weird with their decision-making fucking process. But I'll have to tell you, I appreciated the fact that they went on a limb for Foster. And there were some people back then, and I know who those people were, and you better fucking believe if if uh, Foster comes back and he's banging out on that defense. I'm going to remember those folks, and I'm going rem- to remind them of the shit that they had said when he joined the team. Talk about they'll never be fans. They can't believe the Redskins did this. Shut the fuck up. How about that? Shut the fuck up. At the end of the day, this is a violent sport. This is a violent – this is a – hold on, though. This is a violent fucking sport, okay? So you're trying to – and, again, man, this I might sound like a hypocrite when I say this, but this is a sport – dude, let me tell you, I did not realize – I did not realize when I got that, you know, because I, I didn't play football. Dude. I, I, I was all basketball, all basketball, right? I, I eat and breathed and lit and shit basketball. I slept with a fucking basketball. I mean, it didn't do me any good because, you know, it got me that's so potentially. That's a fucking visual. Thanks for that visual. Shitting a basketball. Yeah, well, taking a, taking well, a John on the John. Taking a John, a John on the John and, you know, so I really did not realize – actually, believe it or not, I lied. I tried football in um, eighth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade, seventh grade. Bro, that shit wasn't for me. I loved playing quarterback too. But, man, when and I was playing tackle ball. And I'm telling you, I got hit from the blind side. Bro, I quit. There was no – nope. I went, I went right to the sideline and said, this shit ain't for me. Dude, I was fucking – I was maybe 80 pounds soaking wet. I had no business – playing that sport man I was just I, I was too small and I just man I don't know I was just scared I was scared of getting hurt so <laughs> I mean you know call it what you want make fun of me do what you want but I did not realize uh when I got that authentic helmet dude that speed helmet that shit only weighs three and a half pounds I thought the helmets were a lot heavier than that those helmets are protecting those players but they are not truly protecting those players obviously as we you know, know about the CTA uh, or CTE cases that, you know, have been appearing, you know, lately. And that topic was a huge topic, you know, recently, but, or not 
this recent, but you know what I mean. Um, it's a violent sport, man. We're asking these players to do violent things out on the field, and then we're asking them to, you know, be daddy daycare um, after the sport. I don't know. Like, the two just don't mix, but morally you want them to mix. You know what I'm saying? So I just I don't know what goes through these players' minds when they pull this kind of stupid shit, but do you really go back to say, was this were these guys fucking hit too many times in the fucking head to where they thought that what they were doing was actually legitimately okay? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. That's fucking. That's a good point. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. A lot of hits to the head to do something stupid like that. It just doesn't make doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I mean, it. You know, it's. It was crazy this past like uh, ten days in the NFL. What three or four four NFL players were arrested? It's like what the fuck? What the hell is happening? And I mean, yeah, it's wild. It's it's wild. And uh, and you were talking about Ruben Foster, man. I like, I, man, I can't wait for that either. I like it. That I people were so fucking skeptical and vir- virtue signaling, standing on their little fucking soapbox. You know, all the all those miserable fuck fuck twats that get on there, get upset, get all triggered by the world, and they tweet their frustrations. Their knowledge, which isn't very much, but it's it, it's just that guy. The talent is it, it, he stays healthy, and I know that's a big fucking if. We say that with every player we talk about. Yeah, if he stays healthy, big fucking if there. But if he stays healthy. The guy is man. Like watching watching you know his you know his cut up the YouTube uh, like highlight videos that you know. I think most most Redskins fans probably watch some too, but man, that guy like when he hit when he tackles and the way he hit, I'm serious. It, like those, it's not completely Sean Taylor, but I, man, he 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 is a thumper, and I mean he's uh, my buddy. Uh, my buddy's a raw. Like as soon as we uh, picked him up, we watched the video together. He he called him. He said, "Up oh, there's the Zeke killer. There's the Zeke killer." Because uh, a couple of the highlights that he had, you know, is the San, uh, San Fran Cowboys game, and like you know, he he met Zeke head on in the hole, and you know, he didn't go, he he didn't gain a yard. I'll just put it that way, and that happened several times. So, I, yeah, I'm excited about I'm I'm excited about that guy for sure, uh, and I think I think the Redskins as a team are too. You know that that's just another dynamic player, and if you know, we if he could contribute and be on the field, how many how many first round picks do we have in the front seven at that point? I mean, it's ridiculous. The defense the defense should be should be uh, it's got to be better. I mean, I you know it's just got to be better. You know, and, and it's how how many players left Washington to go on and be productive in other places? So under the past coaching staff. So I guess the optimism is a little higher up because, you know, like what you said, the adults are in the room and they got their pull-ups on, you know, they're ready, they're ready for it. So, and I know we're, us as a fan base, we're fucking thirsting for it too. We're thirsting for it. Like 
JT Finley and the crew thirst for them retweets and tweets. Oh, no, never mind. He was trashing a police department over that on his latest pod. It's Oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It, it, so it's, it's really not fucking, you know, this, this guy, this guy's on, they're on there making jokes and, oh, man, man, they're really thirsty for some retweets. They're really, thir- man, they're, these, these guys are really thirsty for some likes and the- like, man, this guy's like, uh, yeah, here you go, motherfucker, talking out of both sides of your neck again, you fucking asshat. Like, I literally only listen to that podcast to give me something, like, because I know there's going to be one or two gems on there that are just so fucking dumb that I can come on here to our audience of five and spout it off. Well, you know you know how he would treat you. He'd treat you the same way he did uh, with Brandon because Brandon tweeted out to him again. Uh, as of recent, uh, you know, letting him know that he listened, you know, uh, to his podcast and uh, he was questioning, uh, he was questioning, I think it was like points per game. I don't know. Brandon could speak more to it, but uh, JP's reply back was uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Thanks for listening. And I'm like, man, what a a-hole, bro. Like he, he knows, he knew that that was a dig anytime I you know one of the guys that I used to to feud with that I'm gonna uh, not name who is no one significant uh, but it was just fun at that time um, used to say that shit too you know uh, like when I would say that that their uh, their show was trash right thanks for listening they always say that but you were listening well bro people want to listen to your bullshit because here's the thing like if you say some bullshit. It gives us something to fucking talk about on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And the majority of us, that's how we talk sports. You know, the I don't do. No one does those fucking blogs anymore. Uh, but anyways, as I'm uh, sitting here talking, I actually <laughs> blog. Did you say blog? Did you say blog? Yeah. Well, hold not, on a second. Not a, hold on. Yeah. Well, hold on one second. Hold on. Because um, actually, uh, I, I don't mean to cut you off. I want. I definitely want to get back to that. But. Um, we have someone that's calling in, um, so I brought him in. But before uh, before I actually bring them in, um, the the I wanted to tell you, you know, I've been kind of tweeting out, trying to get people to to see if they want to call in and and, and interact, and uh, you know, on these topics that were going on. So um, let's go ahead and bring him in. Who do we have on the line? Well, well, well. You have your new favorite caller, Redskins rant. I'm trying to replace Eric as your number one fan. <laughs> oh, you're you're our loyal listener. <laughs> but loyal listener oh. number two, I'm trying to come for that number one spot. You guys know what's up. Oh man, so what's going on, Brandon? Man, thanks for calling in. So uh, I I don't know. I'm assuming you've been listening live, which I appreciate that. Um, so speak on this JP thing, man. Basically, what happened was I was listening to their podcast, and they were just kind of casually talking, and they said something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, JP said something like, we're about 10, 15 spots away from being middle-of-the-road defense. And I'm like, 10 or 15 spots away from being, you know, top 10 or middle-of-the-road or whatever he said. I'm thinking, like, God damn, like, I know we suck, but how, you know, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Because he just said top 10 defense. So it wasn't even necessarily like a dig at him. Of course, three days later, somehow he comments on it. But um, so obviously (laughs) someone had to show it to him. But I was just trying to find out, you know, what the hell, when someone says top 10 defense, what are they talking about? Are they talking yards, points, you know, because 
for a while we had a top five offense, but we couldn't score a goddamn point for our fucking life depending on it. You know what I mean? So I was just kind of curious where fans' mind was at with that. But then, I don't know, man, Fragile Ego, he found a tweet three days later somehow, and it wasn't even mentioned in the tweet. It was, like, in the voting. So how he came across that later, I don't know. And then he tried to throw this subtle shot of, like, thanks for listening. Like, you're welcome. I mean, you produced media content. Do you not want me to do that? I, should I not listen to your podcast? I don't know. Well, that's – he yeah, that's the thing that kills me. That's the thing. That's the thing that kills me the most about those guys is like, thanks for listening. Well, of course, you know we're going to listen. We're going to listen for several reasons because there's there's not a lot of blue check marks that you know uh, constantly push out as much content as maybe like you know JP would, um, you know, on his show. So again, of course, we're going to listen because even though like you know we have like we have our bullshit things on Twitter, like you know. It doesn't mean that, like, oh, fuck that guy. I'm not going to listen to his podcast. No, because, I mean, I'll admit, these guys do tell you some shit, you know, and you can learn, and they do get, you know, they do get a, a, a more of a or a better perspective of the locker room, you know, than we do because they have that access, obviously, to, you know, interview folks and all of that. But, you know, that whole thanks for listening shit, like, you know, uh, you want to take a dig at me, but there you are listening to my show. Fuck out of here, bro. That, like that, That's what everyone does. That's what everyone always fucking says. And it's like, okay, you know, but I, I do remember reading that, and I remember, like, you it, you weren't even digging at him either. And um, you can't tell me that he didn't remember who you were. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys know. They know. And, oh, I uh, Yeah. Not to interrupt, but the, his tone, I don't know if you noticed, since you and I called him out on that, his tone on articles has changed. He came out with that interview with Haskins. He's sucking his left nut in the interview. You know, so his whole attitude has changed since then. Not to say that you or I sparked that, but, you know, just hopefully that these guys can bring an awareness to, you know what, the words that you guys say, sure, you are media, and the words that you select do have an impact on the fans. And also the fans need to realize that, what media they're choosing to consume. You know, if you're listening to only Larry Michaels, of course you're going to have, you know, your burgundy glasses on, you know, but that's my little rant. Oh, you listen to, yeah, you listen to Larry Michael. We're going to the Super Bowl every year. I mean, that's just, that's just his take on things. And, you know, I guess my thing is, is, you know, and, and one of the reasons, and one of the reasons why you and I, you know, had tried to, to, to do this damn thing for the past couple of years was, you know, there's a lot of, you know, great content out there, but there's not a lot of content where people were willing to call shit like it is, you know, and, and, and say it like, you know, like it is. It's, it, it's almost like people are doing this kind of stuff because they want to get noticed. Um, they, they want to, you know, these check marks to validate because I've seen some, you know, like, yeah, I listened to your podcast from a, you know, from a, a check mark. He probably didn't. He was probably just being nice and saying that to make that person, you know, feel good about what it is they're doing. Because really, at the end of the day, not many folks give a shit what Keith, Brandon, uh, Zeke, you know, have to say. Because we are insignificant to, you know, uh, this Redskins organization. Um, and the shit that we say doesn't really hold any fucking water, um, you know, to much of anything. Um, yeah, apparently we got to live in Australia to, you know, uh, even have a chance to, 
you know, get to where we need to, you know, get in in order to get interviews. And that's really not a knock on that guy. It's just more of like, hmm, like you got all that access because you're from Australia. Like, I don't know. But, again, not not uh, I, I not a knock on that guy. I mean, I know other people have had their run-ins, but – He's been respectful to me, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that route, you know. So I kind of it is what it is. But it's also the truth too, though. Like, why do you choose the people that you choose to be during you know there during these media sessions? Well, those guys have to get passes. So if they have negative stuff, they're gonna have harder time getting those passes. I think that's oh, what sure. ultimately happens with the guys that, you know, if they go too far negative. You know, if they talk too much shit about a player, he's going to block them and deny their interview request, and their job really, you know, kind of depends on those. So when they get denied those is when I think they turn heel, and they're like, all right, well, I'm not going to get clicks from an interview with this guy. Maybe I'll get clicks from fucking bashing him. What do you guys think? Right. That's fucking terrible, man. That I mean, no, I, you're, you're, it's, I think you're absolutely spot on, and that just shows you how fucking dumb it is. I mean, it makes zero sense, and I, I mean – this guy, like the, the whole the whole idea about you know talking out both sides of his mouth. I mean that that shit's legit, man. He absolutely fucking does that. And you called him a fence rider. That's what he is. Him specifically, but these other guys, you know, like especially the one hundred six seven guys, man. Those motherfuckers have just like you know that you know they just got it in them and got this fucking venom towards the court, like they. Those motherfuckers, most of them wanted the Redskins to draft Tua. Wanted them to draft Tua. And, you know, eh, I, I, man, my thoughts Zeke, on those. Zeke, do you think a they lot really of guys wanted them to draft Tua, ass. or was that just spin? What's that? Was that just spin for clicks, or do you think that they, the media is really like, fuck Haskins, we want Tua? Or do you think they were like, you know what, this is a spicy nugget? You know what I mean? Like, that's where I try to determine, yeah, yeah. like, because it's their job to spin it, so I get that. But when they spin it to the point where it's like a personal attack, almost that's where I've kind of spoken up on it. What do you What do you think? Yeah, you're right. You're right, man. Oh, uh, I mean, it's uh, I, I, you know, and and they do that dumb shit, and then like what you talked about, you know, the whatever the player in question, they block them, and then they have a hissy fit and cry and you know, pouting in the corner, you know. Need need needing mama's tit to calm the fuck down. It makes no sense. It just fucking asinine how how negative negative just negative they are about the, and and the way they word titles and you know they're absolutely wanting them clicks. That's all it is. They're they're whore for the clicks. It, it, he mentions it multiple times in his show about oh you know that he uh the last one they did Sunday thirty thirty minutes long by the way. And he, he's talking about the, uh, oh, yeah, our show's up. You know, podcasts in general are down, but our show's up. They're basically stroking his own shit on that. Like, man, the dude works for, you know, he, he he's obviously the beat reporter with Comcast. Everybody knows that. He, you know, he, he's around the team a lot. He's one of the fucking, you know, regulars or, what, you know, what have you. But, but he, I mean, it, it, there really ain't many, uh, it's just not many good ones, really, that I, like, kind I've kind of been legit for a while. I always loved Tandler too. Uh, Lake Lewis is a good one. I mean, there's a few really good ones that you know the uh, the of uh, the blue check 
variety. And, you know, because the blue checks have, you know, that's just it. You know, that's we're all peasants but groveling at beneath the feet of the Twitter hierarchy and the blue checks. So, well, yeah, you know what, what I is. find interesting? You know what I find interesting, too, though, is, is if you look at a lot of these guys and the content that they push out, um, it, it, it's almost like it's almost like they're – some of the guys, their Twitter context is much different than the way that they present themselves as they're actually beat writing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, there's you, – you have, what, snide remarks where the, a lot of his – uh, content will be uh, tend to be you know negative tweets, um, but then you'll see some positive ones in there. But then you know the stories that are written always seem to be positive. It just it seems like a lot of these guys are afraid to burn bridges um, in that sense. And I'm not necessarily talking about Kime. Kime is on a different level than a lot of these guys because he writes for you know ESPN. Um, and, you know so he always has to, you know, look at things in, in, in a different perspective. And Kime is actually negative, but he's negative in a, a professional manner. He's actually really good with the way that uh, he, he he chooses his wordplay on, on a lot of the things that he says. Uh, but what I also love about Kime, too, is he'll actually interact with folks as opposed to some of these other guys. Um, Lake Lewis is another one of those guys, obviously. And we've talked about this on, on you know, previous shows. Like, these guys legitimately – they tend to stay positive more than negative because, you know, they don't want to burn uh, certain bridges. So you won't really see negativity articles uh, from a lot of these guys on certain players because now you see how powerful social media is even more today than it was, you know, what, uh, 10 years ago when, you know, social media was kind of a thing. Uh, But you didn't have as much interaction uh, with athletes, uh, as you really do today, um, I would say that that interaction has changed a lot. Um, and I guess where I'm going with this is that uh, you kind of just you look at everything as a whole, and no one wants to burn bridges because now they see what these players are doing. Uh, you know, Haskins putting the block on um, you know certain media members. And then those media members are pretending like they don't care, but yet they still take time on their show to discuss it. But how they, like, try to look past it or justify it is, uh, I didn't even know he blocked me until the other day when I tried to click on his, shut the fuck up. You knew, you knew that you were blocked. And so, but then does that go against my, the way I handle things, even though I'm not a blue check mark, again, I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm just a fucking guy on the couch that's got an opinion, right? Um, everyone's got those. But it's interesting. It's interesting. Do I handle that situation or do, would I treat that situation the same? Would I glorify that a player blocked me? Because, I mean, I tried for years to get Kirk Cousins to block me, and he just never saw my shit, you know. So I don't know, man. Like I want to say, get the fuck out of here, but then I'm just kind of like I'm I'm fence riding on this situation too. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't think you're fence riding. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know sometimes we want to have a little bit of discussion and be opposed on something, but it don't happen very often. Kind of 
on the same wavelength there. Uh, what you got for it, B? I mean, I don't know. These guys, everything I think they do, we got to view their social media as different from ours because, you know, a lot of us use this as like an outlet. You know what I mean? This is just our fun time. For them, it's their uh, it's their time it's their to job. You know, feed their family. You know what I mean? So a yeah, lot of times exactly. these guys get a lot of shit, and rightfully so because, you know, we're going to hold them accountable. We're going to hold them to a certain standard, definitely. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think it's easy for us to forget as fans that it is their job. And, you know, they've got to do certain things. They've got bosses to report to who might tell them, to, hey, pump out this type of article or, you know, this or that, which is hard to – it's hard to remember that when the shit's so infuriating sometimes, you know, where you're just like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? Like, who reviewed this type of thing? And then then you kind of review it and you say, you know what, this has definitely got an angle to it, but, you know, there's probably a purpose to that angle. And that's where you just hope that guys – aren't consuming the local media or really any media. I mean, hell, you see that thing about, I love the picture. I don't know if you guys saw this, but like Bill Belichick had a sign on the door, like in Patriots thing, where it's kind of talking about, you know, don't listen to the outside noise. Don't even say anything outside of here. Like don't even talk about what goes. I mean, obviously they were doing a shit ton of cheating and stuff. So there's, you know, more layers to that, but uh, just so much outside noise, man. I hope Ron brings everybody in and I'm kind of, glad that we don't really fucking have a clue what's going on you know before we kind of knew x y and z was happening with the team or this or that or you know this person leaked out this statement it's been freaking bruce was the fucking leaker bruce was the leaker no doubt <laughs> right <laughs> i, I yeah. mean i'm just yeah. talking about even as far as scheme we don't you know we got a brand new scheme we don't really know how these guys are going to be used and i'm thinking you know, some fans are probably wondering, do they even know what they're going to do with this? Or, you know, I'm sure they internally have an idea. But the fact that us as outsiders don't really know anymore, I kind of enjoy it. So it's, it's kind of that hard battle where I try not to consume the local media to get back to what you were asking. I try not to consume as much of the local media. I'd rather listen to other fans' podcasts, stuff like that. I love consuming those other fan podcasts, uh, Burgundy Bros. You know, even Chad's podcast. I love that podcast. I listen to all the different fans' podcasts, Hogsty, um, all those different guys. You know, just to oh, hear yeah. different opinions. You know, just to just to even hear, even if I'm sitting in my like laughing, I'm like, you know what? I don't even agree with that. But uh, you know, I just like hearing the different fans' opinions because fans, we don't really have an age- agenda. There is some fans who I think like want to get the blue check mark, or they're like, hey, you know, eventually I want to get a media pass, so they're not going to really step on any toes. But when you're just regular fans like we are, we're fans. You know, if we were sitting around at one of our houses drinking a beer, we're not going to fucking kiss the ass of the team just because we're worried, you know, if they're going to be looking at what we're saying. You know, we're going to say, this fucker sucks or fuck <laughs> this guy. Or, or you know, we're well, going to praise them when they their praise. Well, I mean, I know you're not wrong. Account, well, the social media account apparently uh, saw the shit that I was saying about uh, Darius Geis because it wasn't too long after that until they uh, gave me the boot on Twitter. So some of them are seeing it, you know, but they were following me, so of course they, you know, they're going to see it. Uh, I, I, this is news to me. They, they fucking unfollowed you. Oh yeah, they unfollowed me. It was about a month. Well, yeah, it was right after. I, it's, it was the day after the draft, actually. So, well, hold on. I don't. I'll get into that in a little bit because there's. Uh, there's a little tiny topic that went on today that I noticed on Twitter. 
Um, and, and so I'll talk about that. But, Brandon, while I have you on the line, um, you know, before I let you get going, um, Zeke and I were going to, you know, discuss a little bit on, and, and I know this is a quick shift, but we were going to discuss a little bit on the, the wide receiver depth. So uh, with our current roster, uh, who, do you, who, do, who do you see making the team? Who do you see uh, improving or uh, maybe declining? Uh, what's your opinion, thoughts and opinions on that? Uh, to be honest, I'm not a big wide receiver guy. I don't, uh, I don't proclaim to be any type of expert for any of this stuff. But I think, I think Terry's going to have a better year because as good as it was, I think there's room for improvement with that guy. I don't think so no we're going to have a real. I don't think we're going to have a sophomore slump. I think we're actually going to get more chemistry with him and Haskins. I think reps. I think, I think we're going to give him a lot of targets. We don't really have a lot of, uh, you know, big time threats as far as I'm concerned, past him. You know, we have some guys we can create with, you know, Gibson, Sims, maybe scheme some things up. Harmon's going to be pretty good. But I think we're going to give a lot of those guys kind of all spread out equally and then a lot of heavy targets to um, Terry is what I think is going to happen. So I don't think we're going to have, like, a true number two. Remember how when we had Deshaun and Pierre, it was like, oh, we don't have a number one. We don't have a number – um, I think, like, now we're not going to have a number two. Like, I think that's going to be, like, I don't know, fucking wide receiver by committee type thing. I got you. What do you think, Zeke? Yeah, I mean, I uh, – I, yeah, they, they, they've got a lot of bodies there, that's for sure. Uh, some some upside. You know, a lot of young guys. The, you know, it's a relatively young group. And uh, we don't – obviously, the rookies uh, – you know, we're hopefully hopefully the fan base is, you know, somewhat patient with the fact that, you know, what we saw last year with Terry McLaurin, you know, it, I mean, it's not like uh, there's been other, you know, guys come in the league and, you know, be, in, you know, game changers right away. But usually those guys are drafted in the first, you know, the first half of the first round. And, you know, so expectations, you know, I hope is realistic for some people and they don't expect, you know, oh, man, you know, we drafted uh, Terry and, you know, got Sims in, you know, uh, just different guys that are, you know, look like they, you know, they can really contribute to, you know, to a good winning football team. And there's a lot of interesting names. That's for damn sure that, like, it's, of course, this whole uh, Latimer thing, we were talking about earlier. Uh, I, it, who knows what shakes out there? I, I like. I guess w- once all the facts are known, but you almost gotta like. And at least I, I expect him to be probably released. I'm not. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but you know he he did fire a gun and all that crazy shit. So uh, circumstances, obviously, you know it, it that it's a tricky thing. Is what we said earlier too, and. The, the wide receiver group is going to have a lot of young guys, and I think maybe there there could be a, a veteran receiver on the opening day roster that's not currently on the roster, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, and and before I get on to my opinion, Brandon, I did say earlier that I could let you go, but if you got some time, man, you can hang out if you want. <laughs> it's up to you. Um, if not, just tell me to go fuck myself and hang up. But um, Can you know, I tell you to go it, fuck yourself and stay? Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, I was. Man, I do it I all the time. Bet. Listen, all right, yeah, yeah, you definitely well, don't do. Fuck, don't fuck yourself, and I'll stay a little bit. 
I appreciate it. Yeah, man. You know, man, I've been begging for people um, to to call in and 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 cuss me out. I don't know. Maybe I just gotta wait for Haskins to fuck up, and then I say something stupid, and then somebody will be enticed. But, uh, anyways, yeah, man. Uh, hey, hang out with us. Why the hell not? As long as you can. Um, but you know, a, a guy that I would like to see, which is kind of interesting, and I, I've been slowly but surely paying attention to, is. Uh, Kelvin Harmon, he's been pretty active on Twitter and, you know, he's kind of doing what these guys do where, you know, uh, they got a chip on the shoulder They're you know, don't, don't doubt me type of shit. Um, you know, and he's, he's talking, I wouldn't say a big game, but he's talking like he's got a little chip on his shoulder, but, but the fact that he's not mad at anybody, but he's basically, you know, again, paraphrasing, he's saying the best is yet to come. Um, you know, I pulled up his stats last year. I mean, he he had, you know, he had 44 targets, 30 receptions. I mean, um, I personally would like to see a lot more production uh, out of this guy. Um, I hope he gets more looks. Um, I'll say this, too, is uh, maybe I'm partial because uh, he he's literally went to high school right around the corner um, from where we moved to. Um, now, mind you, I didn't know that until the Redskins drafted him, and you know they mentioned you know Palmyra Panthers, and I'm like, that can't be Palmyra in New Jersey, you know. So I look it up, and I'm like, oh shit, like that's pretty cool. Chances are, though, Buddy was the Eagles fan. Uh, there's no question about that. But you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's a transplant. I don't know. But anyways, uh, I like the guy's attitude on Twitter, you know, and he's he's interacting, he's putting himself out there. He's not overdoing it. He's just showing confidence. And I'm liking the fact that these guys are a little bit vocal, um, you know, on, you know, them wanting to produce. I mean, no one gets drafted and is like, ah, well, you know, I'm, I'm cool with, you know, only 44 looks. You know, I don't really know what his role could be. I'm just hoping that he breaks out and uh, he shows more than just Redskins Nation, you know, that he is going to be a valuable asset to the team. Um, I, 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 he's definitely going to make the team, you know, in my opinion, obviously. But, you know, I thought he was a steal in the sixth round. Um, you know, just before – and when I say I thought he was a steal, back then I was, you know, YouTube video and BPA, you know, on, on the, the Kuiper list and, and all these things. And, um, you know, I did – you know, see some college highlights of this guy. And, um, man, if he can just, you know, translate what he did in college, you know, to the NFL and if he gets that opportunity. Um, and, and he very well may because now that, you know, McCorrin uh, is no longer a secret, uh, maybe, you know, teams maybe double McCorrin at times. I don't know. You know, I don't know how other teams feel about McCorrin, but they should feel some kind of way. Because uh, the guy produces, you know, his rookie year, so maybe that does open up for Harmon to uh, get some more looks. And you know, I'm hoping he's noticed a little bit more, you know, by the fan base and you know by the media. Um, but I like it. So if you guys really haven't paid attention to him, go follow him, man. He's uh, definitely he's saying some shit that you know you kind of want your guys, you know, that that go out there on the field to say, you know, because again, it's this culture change. Um, and we've got the young guys who, who I totally have changed it. I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Uh, totally had a brain. No, go ahead. Who are you talking about? 
Kelvin Harmon. Okay, okay. I, I totally forgot. I'm sitting there like, hold on. Who the hell is he talking about? All right, continue. My bad. Well, I'm not talking about Latimer, that's for sure. Yeah. I don't think yeah, anyone's no doubt. talking about uh, him. Nobody is, wow. really, yeah. He's, that's, yeah, that that I think that sh- that ship is probably sinking. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they down now. Har- man, they, there's a lot of guys on the uh, you know that have have a lot sh- you know a lot of promise and not Harmon and you know Sims McLaurin all significant and made big plays. You know, I mean, of course Sims at the end, you know, t- towards the end of the season was just dynamic, electric. Helped me win a lot of money uh, when he was fucking spazzing, you know, two uh, multiple touch. I, I think he had he had at least one multiple touchdown game. I think maybe not. I, I can't. He, he lit did. up in the last part of the season. But I, man, I'm excited about him. I'm you know him, McLaurin, Harmon. The you know being a big you know big the bigger physical style target. And, you know, these guys that they uh, drafted, you know, this year, I know Gibson, I guess, is probably going to – is listed as running back, I'm assuming. So, I, I – but I, you know, I guess he's probably going to line up receiver a lot. So, it's, I'm excited about the youth. Uh, I, I hope – hopefully it, you know, can translate. Now, am I going overboard? Am I sounding too rah-rah when I say that with the likes of McLaurin, Harmon – and Sims, that this could be a the Posse 2.0. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. They, they're, they're dynamic, man. Hey, look, the, look. The thing, the thing, especially with Sims and even more to a higher, like ridiculous degree, McLaurin. These guys are are, I mean, precision route runners, and the man. That, Constantly, constantly, you know, throwing, getting DBs, you know, their hip twisted and basically falling over themselves. And out so there, it, it's fun to watch. So Zeke says yes, but he says it in in the I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. And Brandon says yes, and I think that was a yes of yeah, you're going way overboard. Um, yeah, so, we got to see these guys produce, man. We can't. We got to <laughs> stop crowning people before they actually put up. It's uh. It's hard to do because that's what Redskins right fans now, tend to do. Oh, of course. I mean, it's in our fucking Timmy DNA. Cox. Yeah, Timmy if Cox. you're not, you know, if you're not giving a rub and tug to a Trey Quinn fan, you're not a true Redskins fan. <laughs> Trust me, Redskins sweet, Redskins sweet team will fucking call you on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, Redskins sweet team. I have not heard that expression in probably fifteen years. Why you do the Redskins? Why you do the Redskins? Why you do the Redskins? I'm going like to go, go inside and tell the old lady after the after the show. Hey, I need a rub and tug. Damn right, and she'll love you more for it. Oh like, man, I, I still know you need that relief. <laughs> Hard day work, uh, still snap peas. Hell yeah, yeah. That that's I'm actually still laughing uh, about that. I, I've been scared. I've been so scarce on uh, on, on Twitter. I mean, I have certain you know times of the day where I tweet a little bit, but I, I definitely having bigger gaps of time trying to get all. I, I should actually finish up 
planting the corn tomorrow. So I've, I've been I've been hauling ass. I've planted like six six hundred acres in the last three days. I've been fucking rolling. So that's it. Nice. Only six hundred. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Step it up. Come on, man. No, I'm just I mean, no, no, no. no, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's, we we do soybeans and wheat too. So, but I'm, that's just the corn. So it's uh, Zeke. No offense, bro, but New Jersey. No offense, bro, but New Jersey corn is way better than Maryland corn. Well, the corn I grow isn't for human consumption, so I don't give a shit. Oh fuck! Well, what do you do with it? It they it's uh it, it's primary uh, for uh, animal feed, like chicken feed, and uh, I think some. Oh, okay. I mean, it might be in some dog food too, but I, it definitely goes into like chicken feed and you know bird different animal feeds. Some of it oh, goes the life of ethanol. The story in the life of a farmer. I love it. Um, no, uh, Brandon, the, well, both of you, the, the reason why I, I pose that stupid-ass question is because uh, the Redskins fan base loves their Jag-wide receivers, man. Um, we are – I say we. I don't do it, but a lot of folks tend to uh, – for some reason with wide receivers too, man, they, they'll put wide receivers in the Hall of Fame before they even have a successful season. I've never understood it. And Redskins fans swear that they got the best practice squad wide receivers ever and that as soon as these guys hit the squad, man, that they're just going to pull these tough numbers. I've, uh, it, it's just fucking – it's hilarious to me. Um, it, it, in my lifetime, though, we'll never see the posse. We'll never see that combination again. I don't know how well you guys remember that, you know, that, that triple combo, but – um, I don't think we'll see it again, but I'll have to say I'm at least excited that we do have three young guys. Don't know, you know, don't know how well this will, you know, turn out. I guess, you know, the season will tell, um, and, you know, we'll be able to, to react to it then. Um, so uh, while I'm, you know, earlier I touched base on the whole Redskins account, I really didn't want to – I kind of turned away from it because I didn't really want to make it about me even though I made it about me. You guys like how I – work that out um no the so i saw something today and i'll get to that in a second but zeke i guess you didn't know the you know news to you the redskins unfollowed i'll be honest with you though i'm not going to pretend like i'm shocked um in the sense of they should have unfollowed me a long time ago i mean hell last year or two years it was two years ago and in fact it was the game that i met you that cowboys game um i shit on Kirk cousins i shit on the redskins every single week, even when they won, I found a way to shit on them. It was just, you know, it's just the way that it went. And obviously <laughs> their social, their social media team never paid attention because here they are in uh, fucking October. Was it October, November? I don't remember. Might've been, it doesn't matter. I think it was October, but it doesn't matter. Um, and they give me two free tickets, um, two tickets to a Cowboys game. Now that was back actually too, when they couldn't fill up, uh, they couldn't fill up FedEx. So they were given, you know, a shit ton of, you know, tickets away. They they even had fucking, uh, uh, who was it, Chris Cooley um, passing out tickets on the damn street, bro. Like, there was just people just standing there trying to walk their ass to work. And Chris Cooley's like, hey, you guys want Redskins tickets? Like, that's how bad it was back then. But even they gave me tickets. And, and, and to be honest, I was quite surprised. But it also told me, like, eh, these guys aren't active. They don't really pay attention to to replies they don't 
pay attention to that unless it's hashtag fire Bruce Allen, which I actually was never one of those those people. So now you've got this new social media where they're interactive, and man, uh, 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 the the lady who's behind it or the woman that's behind it, I mean, she came full force and was interacting with fans, and people were you know, absolutely loving it. And now, and now here we go. We got a great social media team and, you know, all is well and wonderful. And I'm not going to lie. I said, it ain't going to be fucking long before they get rid of me. There's, there's just no question about it because one, I tweet a lot. So if they, you know, they're going to see my shit and eventually they're going to get rid of me. Um, and lo and behold, it was the day after the draft. Uh, actually, no, a couple of days when they made that draft announcement, you remember how like they they made that announcement and people were eating that shit up, wondering or thinking, oh, they're gonna uh, uh, tell us about new uniforms, and then Twitter became a whole uniform discussion. Y'all remember that? Don't remind me, but yes, I do remember Jesus. Yeah, I do. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So. Um, their big announcement was, uh, you know, the live the live draft party, and the big announcement was Wale. And I tweeted out, Wale was the the big important news. Um, and uh, is it Wale? Wally? I don't know. I don't fucking listen to the guy. I just know that he's a fucking Redskins mascot um, at this point. But um, I, I, all I said was, really, Wale? And they actually replied back. Which, you know, whatever, and they were like, Yes, that was the big news. It was almost like we see what you're we see the shit talk. We've pretty much we're we've had enough of you. Well it wasn't what, the 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 day after the draft when, you know, I I I'll be honest, I was salty with that whole, you know, uh Darius Guy situation and so that morning, like I start going off on a Keith rant and then I ended up deleting it all. Um, just cause I'm like, man, I'm not really putting myself in a, a good picture here. Um, so to speak. Um, but that's when I saw that they, you know, uh, that day that they un- unfollowed me. So now with that being said, you fast forward, you know, from how cool they were, you know, interacting with, you know, some of the fans, a lot of people it was like, it was a breath of fresh air, you know, instead of the same lame shit. And I'll still stick to that. I appreciate this account trying to be better than it was before. They are clearly better. Uh, this uh, young lady um, knows what she's doing um, and, and, and having fun. But I happened to stumble today, and I don't know if you guys noticed, and I don't know if this is a new Twitter thing, never seen it before, but they sent a tweet out that said, uh, we know that you guys can't reply. And then they sent another tweet that said, uh, not too long after that, that said, um, if you can reply, reply with a, you know, HT, you know, hashtag HTTR. Well, of course, tons of folks couldn't reply. They had that, that part blocked. Were you guys aware that this is a thing now? Like the, that can be done? Not until it got brought to my attention earlier today by someone who couldn't reply. Right. So that's what I saw too. And the only reason why I knew that it happened, I didn't even see the Redskins tweet. Uh, at first, I saw a ton of people like, well, I can't reply. So then anyways, my point is, is, so they did that, and then there were a lot of people that replied. 
And then they tweet out with, oh, and when they said the whole, if you can, you know, reply, hashtag HTCR, and then they had that, like, smirk, smiley, like, side smile emoji, like, ha-ha, you know, um, only the cool can get to us now type of deal um, is, is the way that I probably am over-exaggerating it, but, you know, that's what I do. And so you see that all these people can't reply to it. And there was one person in particular, for one, I'm surprised that they don't follow, but two, a couple people that I'm actually surprised that they don't follow, but let me start off with um, uh, our guy Jeff, right, uh, one of the hog farmer members, right? Now, he's been, he was trying to get them to follow, but he couldn't reply to their tweets, and then the Redskins uh, social media account tweets out, I fixed the reply for some of y'all. But my man, apparently at that time, I don't know if that's different now, but it still wasn't fixed for him. And I'm I, thinking, tried it? I hope, well, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking, I hope out of anybody that, you know, you don't follow, you probably should follow that guy, okay? And then two, you should probably let that guy reply considering that, you know, I don't know him personally, but obviously a huge Redskins fan. He's obviously, um, he's not going to be negative about the team in, uh, in the social media world. Like what is going on with that, that fit, you know, that account to where they're, they're not, are they not hit to the fucking people that fully 100 support them? you know, and support that organization and go to the training camps, have season tickets. Like, it just, it blows my mind that this account would pull something, you know, like that. Like, only letting a few people interact. Like, your cool level has totally dropped. And I, I highly hope that they change that to where people can reply to tweets because the whole point of, being successful and in, in doing your job in the social media world is really you should be interacting, not only tweeting out and promoting the things that the organization is doing, but also interacting with the fans. So, you know, Brandon, you said that you saw it earlier. What did you think about it? Um, I was kind of confused by it at first because I wasn't really sure that I had heard about that feature coming to Twitter, but I hadn't known that it was dropped or upgraded or whatever. So at first I was kind of confused. I was like, wait, what happened? Did I thought they had like unblocked a bunch of people that were blocked. So like maybe, hey, maybe let's give these people second chances. They were blocked before for whatever reason, you know, that type of thing. But then once I saw more and more people talking about, oh, that's kind of fucked up, that's kind of fucked up, um, I was looking into it more and more, and I was like, well, I guess that is kind of fucked up. I, I would probably never use that feature because, kind of defeats the purpose of Twitter, in my opinion, is like the interaction part. Um, but I also believe that I saw a tweet after that said they were just trying the feature out. I don't know if you guys saw that or if either of you guys can look real quick and see if they addressed it. But I believe that because they saw so much traction, like you said, like people were like, what the fuck? And especially of all people, that guy, like Jeff is awesome. He's a great guy. I've met him before at a training camp and at the game in Arizona when I went uh, two years ago. He's a great dude. And like, like you said, if any, if you're following any Redskins fans, like he should be, you know, you would expect him to be one of the top guys being followed. But uh, definitely seemed like kind of a douchey move, but I don't think they realized it at first. But I'm hoping to give them, 
you know, the benefit of the doubt because it is a whole new team. You know, maybe they're still learning the who's who's of the social media, I guess. Um, but that's pretty much the only thing I could think about it is like, damn, that was kind of fucked up. But I think they eventually or quickly realized that and tried to not necessarily backtrack, but like, hey, we were just checking out the feature. But I don't know. I could just be making that up. I just took some vitamins. So I don't really know if that's real or if I just made that up. Well, I mean, that's, I, like I said earlier about, you know, not being on Twitter as much. Like, I missed that entirely. I didn't see anything about it uh, at all. I didn't know nothing about it. And, I, you know, while you guys were talking, I, I jumped on Twitter and I just picked a random tweet of theirs and replied, you know, hashtag HTTR. And, I mean, it went through. There was no, like, error or anything like that. So I don't know. I, I didn't see anything about that. I, I don't, have you all tried to like tweet something of the or like respond to anything uh, you know recently like today? You you nope. have to do it because you can respond to all of their past tweets, but it looked like and I don't know much about this feature. Um, they the reply button to the actual tweet was grayed out, so you could not. You could not reply, and when I uh, when you know this was you know of course uh, nine o'clock, eight o'clock, eight thirty, something like that. Um, when I seen it, and it was still you know gray for me, which is fine. Like at the end of the day, I don't care. Like I don't understand why it's important to people, and, and I know people that that will hear this will be like, well, it was important to you that they unfollowed. Um, no, it was just I think it was just kind of lame the way that they you know the way that it was done. You know, if it's over a personal opinion. I mean, first of all, your guy was the one fucking tweeting me on, you know, 10 minutes before the fucking draft. Like, bro, I'm a fucking nobody, you know? And and maybe that, that wasn't the reason. Maybe it just happened to unfollow, but I, I highly doubt it because, you know, I've gotten some responses from them uh, ever since the, um, you know, the, they had the, you know, the, the new crew come in. Um, and to me, at the end of the day, it's just, a, you know, it's a social media account. It's not like it's, you know, direct, you know, type deal. But a lot of folks, you know, want, want that account to follow them. And, you know, you see a lot of people that say, follow me, follow me. And, you know, and they they really don't. I know that they can't follow every single fan. But I do think that they need to uh, open their eyes to a, a little bit more that's out there, especially folks like, you know, Jeff. Um, and also uh, – we and I think we we really should do this, uh, Brandon, myself, I- anyone who has interacted with uh, uh, Paul Nichols, um, who does a lot of uh, art for you know the DC teams, and he does some you know other random art you know for some uh, other colleges as well. Like I know he's working on a, a North Carolina football now, uh, Tar Heel football, um, which is you know super cool. And you know we've interacted with Paul and you know. You know, for a couple of years now, and we've seen a lot of work that he's done. And um, I, I'm, the only reason why I know that they don't follow him is because he does tweet out and he hopes to, to get some kind of response. He, 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 he would like, you know, the Redskins to acknowledge his artwork, which in my opinion, and I'm sure you guys would agree with me, um, they really should because this guy does uh, absolutely amazing uh, work. And, He's not asking to be endorsed. He's not asking, you know, to, to be paid by the organization. But, I mean, my God, how hard is it to, to recognize this man and the amount of time that he puts in to actually – he takes 
actual fucking foot, you know, uh, the Duke footballs and paints the shit out of them. And he's, you know, putting that brand on there and he's showing the amazing work that he does. And he never gets a response from this team. Now I'm speaking Thing in a sense for him. I'm, yeah, and I'm not saying that he's complaining about that. I don't want that to be, you know, misconstrued. But it would be nice, like, you, like you, you tweet out and, you, you, like, some of their interactions are absolutely pointless. But I think now what they need to do is really pay attention to uh, the Twitter circles and start acknowledging some of these folks that are, you know, doing, you know, doing great things. And, you know, to, to go back to, to Paul Nichols, um, you know, and damn, Zeke, if you know his actual Twitter handle, I would definitely um, call it out. But uh, speaking of, you know, Sean, Sean Taylor footballs, uh, uh, Zeke, I'll let you tell the story, but, uh, you know, Zeke was, you know, blessed with with uh, this football. And Zeke texted me a picture, you know, when it came in the mail. And, I mean, fucking absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing that someone – can can do something like this. And I think people really should uh, give him some more love and support. But, you know, Zeke, talk about this football. Uh, yeah, well, I guess, uh, you know, since, since I started I, – I mean, I've had a Twitter account for a while, but I never really, like, got active on it and actually started tweeting and shit. So, you know, right, that, the same year I met you, like, that was that was the year I started doing the Twitter thing, like, before that football season. Now, I'd already, you know, followed some, uh, you know, guys like, you know, uh, Jay, Jay Steele. I, like, I, he was like, man, they wanted to follow me back, like, Redskin-related way back, you know, when they were doing that podcast regularly, I guess, that HTTR 24-7 podcast. But, uh, uh. So yeah, this uh, I Saturday morning. Uh, I get he he finished the ball Friday night, and Saturday morning, you know I was normal shit. I jumped on. I was you know fucking with Twitter for a second, and uh, I, Eric uh, messaged me. You know, dears and beers. Uh, Eric uh, he messaged me and was he said something about the foot. Uh, uh, you know the Sean Taylor football, and I'm, like I'm, I, it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's kind of difficult because uh, you don't that man like I, you know I, I feel like I've always tried to help out when when I can, whether it be helping you know individual people or you know donating to the, you know the stuff that they do. And I got and and I do that not and you know for the raffles and stuff. Yeah. I've, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Redskins fan, huge Sean Taylor fan, and ever since I seen the first ball, it was just you know it was it was just crazy what he could do with that. So I you know I've been you know crazy going after one for you know at, at the different auctions, the ones that he had you know done and you know put out there for the uh, you know to raise you know the charity monies and all, which is you know is how awesome he is. He's he's a great guy. To, you know, just a great like his talent is undeniable. But the man himself, like, I, we, we sat at that bar at the draft party and talked for, like, at least a good hour. And, man, it was a good conversation. Such an authentic, you know, talented guy. But I, Eric messages me. It's about the Sean Taylor ball. And it's like, 
Hey, uh, just want to let you know that, you know, that that it, your ball is going to be in the mail coming to you. You know, I, I you know, took care – it had been in the works for a while. I guess he had already told him that – Eric had already told Paul that if if I didn't win the football for that last, you know, the hog farmer deal or whatever, if I didn't win that one, that, you know, he would – he would he wanted to buy paper one to be done for me. So I, you know, just like the rest of you guys watching this thing be, you know, painted, you know, for a, you know, a good week or whatever. And it's, you know, it's awesome. And it, this one's so unique because of the way it's, uh, you know, positioned upright instead of the, you know, the ball being, you know, horizontal, it's standing upright. And, uh, man, that's just, uh, Seeing that be done and then have him message me like that, like it just I, I don't get surprises like that. I don't know that I've like as an as a teenager and an, uh, an adult, I you know I haven't had a surprise like that because I you know it just man I I was blown away man I'm blown away and I it's hard for me to even articulate it just like I mean it just. Of course, and I've, I've told him without a doubt I will be paying it forward because that's just like I I I have to I have to because that's that's how I feel about it. Uh, such a great guy, uh, such a such a great thing, man. I I really it it it's, it'll it'll have the cool story and it'll always be known, you know, where it come from, how it got to us, and you know, hopefully, one of my kids is a raving Redskins fan and. You know, after, like I said, it'll be with my family long after I'm gone, hopefully. And, it, you know, it's, it's a cool thing that, you know, it's, it's it's a unique piece of memorabilia for, you know, our our beloved, you know, twenty one number 21 safety. So, I, yeah, I, pretty, pretty, pretty remarkable, man. Pretty overwhelming. I, you know, I know I'm bumbling right now because it, I was starting to feel it in my chest and I didn't want to make any kind of weird sniffle type noises on here. It wouldn't be very good for the pod. Get some tissue, son. Get some tissue. <laughs> yeah. That, it's, man, it's overwhelming the feeling, man. It's, there's no doubt about it. It's, it's overwhelming and so grateful. I, and I, and I, of course, I've said this a boatload to, to a lot of, a lot of people, both of you guys included, that it, it's been the coolest thing to interacting on Twitter and meeting all these, different people from different walks of the, you know, different walks of life, different areas, but everybody coming together on one, you know, central thing, the love for the home team and uh, these lifelong friendships that, you know, we've made out of it. Like it, I, you know, it's, it's, that's been great for that. Not man. I've, I've made, I've, I've got some really good friends that I didn't know three years ago. That's, I'll just leave it like that. It's, it's, it's awesome. I'm, I enjoy every bit of it too, and appreciate every single uh, every single one that you know interacts and tweets out there with us, and you know the people that are listening to this too. You know, it's, we appreciate it. That's for sure. Pretty crazy, man. That fucking thing is. It's just so like the the portrait. Like I love the 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 way that, you know that he stand, you know the full body you know uh, portrait, but like this the. the the detail on the face shot of that football is just, it's spectacular. It's so, I mean, it is crazy. I, when I showed, I showed it to my wife, she, you know, she was blown away too. I, I, I showed it to my dad. He was blown away. It just, 
and of course didn't tell him the story, like, you know, how, how I ended up with it, you know, it's just like, man, you know, like I, I, I guess I've made an impression that, you know, somebody who's was a complete stranger to me three years ago is doing something like that for me, like on a whole nother level, like, man, that's, that's, that's powerful shit, man. It really is. And I, man, I, I appreciate both of them, you know, and, and I've said it multiple times and, you know, I've, I've, I've texted them multiple times. I've just, you know, I, and I'll keep on saying it just how, how blown away I still am and how grateful I am for it. So, yeah. Yeah. His art is pretty dope, man. I really enjoy Paul's stuff. Um, he's a really creative guy. And as far as I've spoken to him a few times, I'm thinking about getting some work from him um, for as far as the football. I'm such an impatient person that the line he has right now is the only reason that I really haven't um, because he's, his work is so good. But uh, totally totally worth it. Some of the pieces that I've seen him create for Redskins fans are, you know, you see a, you see a man cave and everyone's got that, you know, piece de resistance, if you will, in the man cave for your, you know, for your piece that you're most proud of. And I can only imagine how, you know, excited you are for that piece, Zeke. That's pretty dope. Um Keith, to your point, though, as far as them recognizing him, you know what, I, I thought about that myself, and I think the only thing I can think of is licensing stuff. Like, maybe they just don't uh, want to bring any trouble. Maybe they don't want to bring any trouble to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I I don't know how hard it is to just say that awesome work, Paul. Like, that's really all that, you know, it, he's right. looking no, for. I, I'm with but. Well, hold on. You're and you're right though. Maybe there there's legalities to that. Uh, why not? I mean, you know, if anything, didn't pay their well, why not? You know, why not? If anything, yeah. But why not? If anything, just DM them and say nice work, Paul. You know, like just just show that right. you see it. You know, I don't know, but right. you know, uh, Zeke brought up a His work Zeke brought up a good point too. Yeah, I mean, Zeke brought up a good point though. It's a unique piece of memorabilia. You know, I look at the stuff that I have and I look like, what, what, what is something that I could pass down to my kids that, you know, is worth passing down to my kids? That's one of those pieces. And even though, you know, my oldest is, you know, supposedly not a Redskins fan, that's a piece of artwork. It's a unique artwork. And that's why I love art because it is unique. Um, one is never painted the same for the most part. And that is definitely something that you would, you know, pass down. So I think that, you know, that's why I'm just looking at, like, you know, everyone needs to, you know, uh, give him a, sh- uh, a shout-out. You know, uh, go look at his page. He's got a website. He's got a lot of his other work on there. Um, it, I believe his website is, you know, Paul Nichols Art. Um, I don't know, you know, if that's all it is, .com. Sorry, Paul, if you're listening or will listen, um, that I didn't get it right. But go to his Twitter page. I believe it's in his bio. Um I will forever 100% support someone with amazing talent that, um, you know, can do pieces. It's not even just the Sean Taylor balls, man. It's just all the other stuff. I mean, I know it's not the only piece that Zeke has of uh, Paul's either, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, I hope uh, to go back. That that ball won't be the last piece I get either. Bet. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, Paul, if you're out there, man, amazing job. You do uh, such, you know, great work. And I hope that if anybody listens, they uh, give some traffic to the website and, uh, you know, keep you super busy. Um, But, uh, well, 
gentlemen, uh, we're about to come to the end, so I think this is where we're going to take the time. Um, I definitely want to give you guys uh, some uh, last-minute thoughts if you have any. So, uh, Brandon, I'll start with you first. For having me, that's pretty much it. Hopefully you're right about Kelvin Harmon. We don't need anybody else. Uh, That's about it. Oh, you know what? I did have one other point I was going to bring up. I don't know if you guys are going to talk about this later or something. But we're sleeping on guys. A lot of people are sleeping on him. I'm hoping – it's it's a lot of potential right now, but we've got a lot of guys with that. We're only talking about potential. I heard you guys talk about Ruben Foster, so if we're talking about him. We're talking about potential because you know he has. Well, we did talk about guys. we did talk about guys a little bit, and I do think uh, and uh, yeah, well, no, no, it's fine, and it's definitely something that uh, you know we can get into um, later on for sure. Um, I think a lot of people are on your side with that, Brandon. A lot of people don't see or see guys if healthy. Uh, doing very well so um, and Brandon I'm going to go ahead with you and your last thought but uh, make it short you long-winded motherfucker that was it that was it don't sleep on guys Jesus all right all right Zeke you long-winded motherfucker your turn yeah my closing thoughts are simple uh this was fun had a good time like like every other week that we've been doing this, uh, Paul Paul actually uh, uh, messaged me. He's going he's going to shoot to be on the show next Wednesday, so we'll be able to talk to him and get a little little backstory on you know the whole art and where when it, when it started for him. I, I like I really want to hear that. So uh, he's oh, definitely yeah, going to be he's going to he's going to be uh, hopefully. He said, we're going to shoot for it. You know, schedules get busy, totally get that, and told him, hey, look, you know, it's an open invite. So, you, when you're ready, you just call up. <laughs> so, but, yeah, no, good. Just, good good time. I enjoyed that. Uh, always love when Brandon's on. So, it's, yeah, this, this, it's fun, man. This is fun. I'm enjoying it. Yep. Awesome. And so, uh, I want to give a last-minute shout-out to uh, our guy, Eric, Deers and Beers. Um he once again given up, you know, his collection. Um, he saw a buddy of his that you know he had met, and I believe um, um, there the buddy was you know uh, doing uh, or raising, trying to raise money for uh, epilepsy awareness. Um, I hope I'm not wrong on that, but um, looking at uh, Eric out there. Um, putting a Haskins jersey from his personal collection um, and raising over a thousand dollars just to turn over to this young man who uh, um, has been, you know, working his butt off to, you know, bring some epilepsy awareness, um, which that is amazing within itself. But for Eric to to once again be so selfless and give you his personal collection away. And I know how he feels about his personal collection. He says at the end of the day, they're just autographs that, you know, and, and if there's going to be better things coming from them, um, you know, that he doesn't mind, you know, being selfless. And uh, I highly respect that. And to see that man raise over a thousand dollars that he's just going to turn over that money and, you know, fucking incredible. Uh, fucking incredible. That's so incredible, yeah, to give, man. To, uh, yeah, to give it to his buddy. Um, uh, there's not enough people in the world uh, that will do things like that. So 
Um, I want to go ahead and give a quick little hand clap to our or hand clap to our buddy Eric. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> That's my gay little hand clap. Uh, but anyways, um, oh, we gotta give uh, again, us, Brandon. Hey, gotta give a shout out to uh, John, our boy John. Uh, he's been, I think he's been listening the whole time. Uh, uh, fill a Laker skin. Awesome. Good job, the the twenty dollar grill grill master. Oh, there you go. Yep. All right. Uh, definitely a big shout out to John. Thanks for listening. Um, anyone else who's listening, uh, thanks again, Brandon. Uh, hand clap to you as well, even though I won't play it. Uh, thanks for calling in and hanging out with us. Um, I guess we got this one in the wraps, you know, gentlemen. And uh, you know, we'll keep it going. And like I said, any folks who are listening, I, you know. Uh, uh, and I know that there's people, folks out there that are like, yeah, I listen, you know, great show, blah, 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 blah. Don't be afraid to call in, man. And maybe it's because I'm not, you know, shouting out the number on air. I don't know. But, man, we're, we're really doing this for the fan interaction. We want your guys' input, um, you know, and I hate to put it this way, but we're putting money in this thing, but not putting money in this thing for us. We're putting this money in this thing for you because, you know, we want folks to – you know, uh, speak their thoughts, um, give their opinions, cuss us out, do whatever, and just make this thing fun. So, um, once again, uh, Redskins Nation, Brandon, Zeke, thank you so much uh, for listening being on the show. And we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Yeah. I done did a lot of things in my day. I admit it, I don't take back what I say. If I said it, then I meant it. All my life I won a Grammy, but I probably never get it. I ain't never had no trophy or no motherfucking ribbon. Fuck the system, I'm that nigga. Bend the law, cut the rules. I'm about to risk it all. I ain't got too much to lose. Y'all been eating long enough. It's my turn to cut the food. Pass the plate with my drink. This my day. Lucky you. Fuck you too. Woo! Y'all gotta move. Y'all gotta move. Y'all gotta move. Give me some room, give me some room, give me the juice.